Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back to back winning days on the podcast. Not a ton of profit, but we'll take profit. So let's recap the card for Monday. We hit on the Mets on the overnight line over the two and a half runs. And I mention this because we have our first Twitter controversy. You're going to get credit for the win because you voted for the right bet over two and a half on the Mets. It cashed. You're now 25 and eight on Twitter. The problem is over the course of the day, hopefully most of you got it at two and a half. But but by the time the Twitter poll went final, the line was three and a half. And instead of moving to the second selection on the Cubs run line, I pressed my luck and went the Mets over the three and a half for the first five. Unfortunately, Lindor was robbed of a two-run homer in the bottom of the fifth, and we fall short with three runs, so we cash the overnight bet, lose the Twitter bet, but you voted correctly, so you're now 25-8, and but I lose the unit. We're not going to put the unit against you guys. It's a no action. You get credit for the win, and that's how I'm going to do the accounting of it. The Cubs cash on the run line. The Angels stay under the one and a half. Nice pitching performance there by Cole Irvin. The Diamondbacks, unfortunately, we lose that on the run line. No score in the first five innings of that game. A little disappointing. And then I ride the wave plate. There was only one of them on Monday night, and that was the Mets, and they cashed. So for the day, we make $74.10, and we move on to the next as we look for five in a row. Tough card here on Tuesday. I liked about nine plays, and several plays I could have played three, four different ways. It was tough to come up with four for the card. Let's see if we selected the right four today. We start with a two-unit play. It's a first five-run line. We're taking the Toronto Blue Jays over the Baltimore Orioles at a minus 120. For Toronto, it's Alec Manoa getting the call for the Blue Jays. He has a 2.45 ERA, a 0.99 whip. Last seven numbers are solid with a 3.25 ERA. Road numbers year-to-date, they're excellent with a 2.43 ERA. One start against Baltimore this season. He lasted six innings, gave up no runs on just one hit. Meanwhile, for Baltimore, it's Kyle Bradish going for the O's, a 6.55 ERA and an ugly 1.65 whip. Home numbers are a tad bit higher than the road numbers with a 6.75 ERA. He has one start against the Blue Jays. He lasted four and a third innings and gave up five runs. The only silver lining that I could find in this one is Kyle in his last two starts has been much better. Ten innings and just three runs. The Jays are the number one hitting team against righties. They're the number three overall scoring team. There's a huge pitching mismatch to me. The O's are everyone's darling, but at a minus 120, that's too nice of a price for me to pass up. I'm taking the Jays on the first five run line for two units. Next up on the card, it's another first five on the run line. And after watching the Angels hit on Monday, I don't know how I'm doing this. I'm going to take the L.A. Angels over the Oakland A's at a minus 115. For L.A., it's Mr. Otani on the bump for the Angels, a 2.83 ERA, a 1.04 whip. Last seven, really good numbers with a 2.22 ERA and a 0.96 whip. Road numbers are solid with a 3.60 ERA. One start against Oakland, last time out, five and two-thirds innings, three runs, but only one given up in the first five. For Oakland, it's James Caparellin. He'll tow the rubber for the A's, a 4.32 ERA and a 1.29 whip. 
Camp has rapidly been improving this year at 2.33 ERA over his last seven. Last time out, he went five and a third innings, giving up one run against these very same Angels. Home ERA at the Coliseum for him, a tad bit higher at a 4.59. The A's are the lowest scoring team at home. So many different ways to play this game. I was going to play Oakland under the one and a half in the first five, but at a minus 175, I elected to pass. Then I looked at the under three, but that's a tough number. I thought about the Angels over one and a half, but in the end, I'm rolling the dice on the Angels of the first five run line at a minus 115. Next up on the card, it's a first five, another run line. It's the Philadelphia Phillies over the Miami Marlins at a minus 140. For Miami, it's Braxton Garrett making his 12th start of the year for the Marlins. He has a 3.88 ERA and a 1.16 whip. Last seven have been solid with a 3.79 ERA. Road ERA is a bit higher at a 4.23. For Philadelphia, it's Zach Wheeler on the hill for the Phillies. He has a 2.69 ERA, a 1.01 whip. Last seven have been solid, a 2.54 ERA, and a 0.85 whip. Home numbers here today, well, they're rock solid, a 1.58 ERA and a 0.80 whip. The only thing that scares me, his worst start of the year, you guessed it, back on April the 17th, he gave up seven runs over three innings to these Marlins. With that said, I'm shocked the Marlins are still ahead of four teams in runs scored this year. Eight straight games for the Marlins, they've scored three or fewer runs. Meanwhile, the Phillies are a top 10 hitting team against lefties. They're the fifth highest scoring team at home. I like my odds. I'm back in the Phillies on the run line of the first five at a minus 140. Next up on the card, it's a first five over. I got to give you an over, I guess. It is the Chicago Cubs over the two and a half runs at a plus 100. For Washington, it's Paolo Espino making his 11th start of the season for the Nationals. Overall ERA of a 4.20. He has a 5.52 ERA, though, as a starter. He has a 6.90 ERA over the last seven. 4.25 ERA on the road. He's given up four or more runs in five of his last 11 starts. Excuse me, five of his last seven starts. That sounds a little better. The Nationals pitchers have given up five or more runs in 11 of 12 games. Holy cow, that's crazy. I might regret not playing the Mets over two and a half in this spot, but I'm going to back the Cubbies over the two and a half in the first five at even money. Then you ride the wave plays. We have four locked in and one potential play. We're on the Mets over the Reds at a minus 300. That's Carrasco against Minor. We're on the Phillies over the Marlins at a minus 230. That's Wheeler against Garrett. We're on the Cardinals over the Rockies at a minus 175. That's Mikolas against Chad Cool. We're on the Dodgers over the Twins at a minus 205. That's Urias against Joe Ryan. And we're potentially on the Giants over the Padres. That's only if the Giants win on Monday to qualify for the card. So let's recap your card for a Tuesday. Our big play. A first five run line, the Toronto Blue Jays over the Baltimore Orioles at a minus 120 for two units. First five run line, where are the LA Angels over the Oakland A's at a minus 115? Another first five run line, we're on the Philadelphia Phillies over the Miami Marlins at a minus 140. Then a first five over, we're on the Chicago Cubs over the two and a half 
at a plus 100. You ride the wave plays. We're in the Mets over the Reds at a minus 300. The Phillies over the Marlins at a minus 230. The Cardinals over the Rockies at a minus 175. The Dodgers over the Twins at a minus 205. And potentially the Giants over the Padres. Once again, we'll update the show notes with our official plays. But that's your card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.